All right, let's continue on with our conversation with professional musician and songwriter, Zach Heckendorf. Our next segment focuses on marketing your music in 2021, digital emptiness and the social media fatigue and vortex of modern society. Please enjoy. Would you purchase, I saw this advertisement the other day and I wanted to poll some of the people I know. Would you purchase a light phone which is now starting, at least from what I could tell, to catch fire, which is a small phone that is almost more of an Amazon Kindle. It's It responds faster, but it feels and looks a little bit... It's simple, right? No colors. supposed to be very minimalist, right? And the phone functions for phone, text messaging, um, navigation, I think they're doing, is the third prong. And the fourth one is uh, music, uh, mm. like Spotify. Mm. Right, so that that's all the phone does. There's no Safari. There's no ability to browse the web. There's no other apps mm. besides those four functions. And the reviews on the advertisement were fantastic. People either had one, loved it, very excited about getting one. And it, this has been in the back of my mind for a while. I always thought some type of flip phone would come out from a company sooner than later. Is uh, it a is it a flip? No, it's okay. it's it's almost like a, the size of a, a playing card you know, type of phone, right? Very lightweight, very thin. Um, the battery lasts, you know, two days like those old school phones that uh, we used to have back in the day, right? Yeah. Because there's not much consumption. So I, a countercultural movement, or you could call it a cultural movement at this point, for far less weight uh, in the pocket and far less uh, emotional and mental weight uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, versus what you carry around. Well, bro, I would, I would buy that. Well... I would yes, I would love that. I think I think that's one of the things that kind of goes to one of the things I've been struggling with even in 2020. I really dove into the social media thing. Like sure. I I put a lot of energy <laughs> into how how can I how can I do this better? And there are many ways in which I could have worked harder, um, been more strategic, all of it. But I'm so tired of that hustle. Mm. Like I, I, and I know so many artists are, and I think, so a phone like that would be very exciting. (laughs) I would almost be excited for um, the social media stuff to kind of take a back seat um, in some sense. I'm really wondering what comes into our world after social media fatigue. Specifically um, Instagram, like picture and video fatigue. Bro, at the beginning of 2021, or 2020, sorry, it was it was January 1st. And you know how you always have that like fresh New Year feeling yeah. that day? I, I picked up my phone and I went on Instagram and I had this like real feeling that this feels old. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm bored. I'm bored. It is. The dopamine is getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper that you get from it. Yeah. And, and so... I think I think we are on the edge of a real shift with that. <laughs> and and that's what I'm feeling as well is I, I'm feeling the fatigue of it. What's amazing is I've I've had s- some good luck so far establishing meaningful connections through social media through For sure. the people that listen to the music that me- I message them often just saying hey thanks thanks for following me i really appreciate it right or something to start a conversation yeah is a bit of a system with the people that show support and so by all indications from 
the zoomed out perspective, I've made many, many, many meaningful connections on social media, and I'm sure you yeah. have too. Oh, oh 100%. Right? Using it for all of the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. And yet it is still very tiring and does not feel rewarding in some capacity. Yeah, no, no, totally. It's not a complete demonization of of these tools cuz cuz like yeah, like you said they they are they have, you know, I just hired a guy in Greece to play cello on a track. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's super dope. That's super dope. Um but but um I can't help but feel I think I think the thing that I that I'm seeing is is that there are so many just amazing musicians, amazing songwriters, amazing, you name it, who just aren't seeing the light of day because they don't play the social media game that well. Right. And I think I think there's sort of a we. Uh, um, I feel like there's a lost opportunity, or there's this like there's this creative well that just isn't being tapped because you have to have a certain marketing mind to really take advantage of the social media world and and sometimes you can hire that mm-hmm. you know um um and some people have it you know i think the generation right oh, below man. us it it was a little bit more natural for them and when i see them using social media um they do they do they are more fluid with it there's a i was gonna say i mean um when i was browsing TikTok a little bit more frequently yeah. than I used to. Yeah. It was the first time that I felt a little bit old. Mm-hmm. And the reason yeah. is yeah. I would see these hilarious well-made oh videos cut the words, the captions, the timing, the ac- the acting. Yes. Yep. And I I remember thinking I don't think naturally like this. And these these kids that are 16, 18, 21, yep. this is how they think, right? And it's actually brilliant. The way they present comedically, the timing, without the, a doubt, the the cutting, like yeah. there's yeah, a production a value there that is inherent mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. some younger kids, teenagers yeah. right now. And there's, I don't have that. And it was the first time I felt incapable of replicating a style, right, or getting involved. Yeah. Felt totally lost. Yeah, I mean, no, I felt like a 47 year old, bro. Yep, I'm there, dog. <laughs> I'm there. I, I and I was doing my best to engage with it. Like if you, I was I was putting up TikToks and stuff. Yeah. Um, my PR company was like Zach, like put up more TikToks, put up more TikToks, put up more TikToks, and um, fuck man, it's like just a, sorry to cuss, but it was like a part of me is just like I just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I, because I don't, I have don't the value. I, I don't speak the language yes. of the platform. You know, and that's that's why that I was try I try to communicate that quite a lot. Where it's like, I want to do this well, and I I just don't know how to. Like, there's this one TikTok I made where I like got, I was like really have you can have fun with it. It's actually kind sure. of fun to make TikToks. And I had this one where like my brother and his friend like kind of sing like a barbershop uh-huh. trio vibe. <laughs> and then I had one where we were like my song was called Up, and so so we were juggling fruit. Um, and it, each time an apple or an orange would go up in the air, a lyric would like pop up. Like I was really going for it and like trying my best, um, you know, and, and, and maybe I didn't try it long enough, but it's, it's a language, man. It's, yeah. a, it's, are you fluent in TikTok? Are you fluent in, you know? The question is what, 
uh, in, in three, four, five, seven years, where will people's fast twitch attention and muscles and thoughts go, right? That's what fascinates me is I do feel the fatigue for other folks too that are, whether they are purchasing a light phone, for example, or they are uh, just getting rid of perhaps their profiles or just trying to disconnect and recognizing the, that there was perhaps once value in, in what they were doing, right? In browsing photos, browsing, you know, staying connected with friends. That there is value. There was. And there are people that are, that have kind of said, okay, I've played that game. You know, I've, I've, I've yielded the fruit from, yeah. you know, posting pictures, being inspired, but I'm tired of the platform, the process and the, the control that it has over, uh, my brain, right? Because mm-hmm. my yeah. brain will, is loves it a little bit too much, mm-hmm. and it's so yeah. so frequent. So I see quite a few people recognizing that, but I'm curious about where once uh, where the going. fatigue continues, where it's going. Like, will we see a cultural movement away from digital media in general, at least in some capacity? I I sure hope so. I mean, I think the circles I run in. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think I, I, my, my hope, I guess like is, is that we move to a place where that, that is more human and, and makes use of these tools and all of it. It's, it's not getting rid of them completely, but, but I just think, I think there's too many canaries in the coal mine that this is really not good for us whether we're getting benefits from it or not. I think we are I think we you can't argue with the fact that we're getting we are getting benefits from it. But man, I just I think in general there's there's such there's a large downside to the current way we are doing things. That might shift if you go into Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and these companies and they start tweaking algorithms and in some way. I, I, I don't I don't know. But however it's working right now, I just don't think is is healthy. Yeah. It's like handing everyone a semi-automatic weapon, right? Or leaving them scattered around in cities saying, well, there are obvious benefits to, to having one. You're going to be very safe. Yeah. You're going to be probably more powerful than other people yeah. at certain times. It's just metal and it still takes a human being to load it and yeah. to use it wrong. Yeah. But you know that there's going to be a subset of people or a large subset of people that misuse mishandle and are not properly equipped to deal with the rush that comes from having said weapon. That's how I view it. I, I agree. It's, uh, yep, you 100%. Know, of and course, it, there's a human agency argument, right, that it takes the human, whether flawed or good, to use the machine or the uh, the platform, the mechanism, right or wrong. But man... The c- counter-argument is that you give, you give a 10-year-old brain an eight-year-old brain, you give a three-year-old brain that that semi-automatic. That's very different than giving it to you or me. Right. <laughs> right. And that's that's why I think it's, it, I do think it's dangerous. Um, and we have data. We know that <clears throat> many, many human beings as infants failed the marshmallow test. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. So exactly. we have the knowledge. It's not I, I like would we, fail that test <laughs> currently. <laughs> and, and and there's really no difference between handing social media and a marshmallow, right? It's like, to what extent is this person's ability to delay gratification yeah, effective? Yeah. And for most people, not very good. Yep. And yep. yet you're committing the act of handing people weapons, right? 
to effectively hurt themselves. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting thing. I used to be a little bit, you know, less concerned about social media, right? Because I did feel like personally I was using it the the right way. No, you use it very well. And you and I would have, we both love Gary Vee. Yeah. Right? So we're, we're saying we're on the same at, at some point it was like, well, this is a human being's decision to use or not use this. And, yeah. but I think even if I feel like I'm using it the right way and building meaningful relationships, there's still a uh, frequency yep. and a grip that I feel like it has on me for the better or worse. Yes. You know, and my time and um, my attention and the, the, the knee jerk reactions to the things that are good or bad on social media, yeah. the immediate, the brain's immediate desire to fill empty space by not being quiet with something mm -hmm. loud yep. affects me outside of the social media world. It, it, it affects you outside of the positive things that you are doing with your social media accounts. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, so I, I, I'm Jewish. I celebrated Yom Kippur. Uh, when was that? Sometime in October. It's a day where you, you, you fast. And you 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 fast from food. You fat some people don't drink water. I drink water. I drink coffee. But um, yeah, you don't you don't eat food. No computer. No phone. It's just mm. like it's like a day of you're you're. It's a day that where you're supposed to atone for your sins, pretty much. But uh, we 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 get it done in one <laughs> one swoop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, I felt. It was one of the best days I had all year. Wow. A and, you know, I just realized when I picked my phone back up that I don't have control over my phone usage. I don't. I don't. I would love to sit here and say I've meditated yeah. enough that I have right. the focus to, like, not you. But no, man. When I'm at a traffic light, sometimes I'm driving and I'm looking at Instagram. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I put my keys down and I take off my shoes and oh suddenly I'm looking at Instagram like before I've even walked up my stairs it's it is it's for me it's out of control and and that's my responsibility um but but it's enough of a burden that something like a phone light sounds pretty nice I think well and I just wonder to to what extent is the human species that is quite attached to social media what percent of those people are going to go hard in the other direction which is a you know, in the next few years, I feel like as fatigue sets in more for the human psyche, I think as a whole, like social media is the novelty, I think is wearing off a bit for folks. I think it's safe to say that there's a maturity point. Like we are collectively maturing. I, I think so. I think, I think across you're right. the novelty of these things, which have been 15 years now for Facebook and 11 for Instagram. I, I think you're right, man. I also think the younger generation is uh i i think i do think there's some like my brother you know he's younger than me he's 21 um his whole th his whole thing is like i don't buy it you know like his, his cuz we him and i talk a lot about music and marketing and how do you get your brand out there and whatever and his whole thing, like my brother doesn't use it. Wow. My brother's a yeah. 20 year old dude, 21 year old dude. He's very smart. He's very wise and for his age. Like he's he's got his life together more than I do, without a doubt. But but um he he doesn't use it. 
He does not have an Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> he does not have a TikTok account. He barely, I don't think he has a Facebook. Yeah. So there, it's, you know what it is? It's going to be like come punk to not use it. Like uh, people, it, are you saying it's going to be trendy to not use it? Like the there's going to be a coercion of folks or, or admirable? Yeah, or something like, like the, did you hear, like the punk movement was like, they were like in some parts of the punk movement, like they wouldn't have sex and they wouldn't eat meat. And they were like, yeah. they were like, they were like abstinent punks, <laughs> you know? Um, I saw, I sort of feel like, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a 13 year old, but I, at some point I'm sure that's, what's going to yeah. happen. That's an interesting thing to not buy into it. Yeah. To never feel coerced and it's that's an interesting thing though it's if you feel you have something to say though or you feel you have something to give right in some capacity of art or value through your business right i think it becomes a difficult conversation to say okay well then what should i do if i'm going to rely less on the engagement of these platforms and things to bring my mission to the world whatever it is i want to give how do I do that? Yeah, without yeah. those tools. That, that that's honestly, man. I think that that there's a uh, that's a there's a company there. there there's mm. there there's there's something that can fill that gap. Um, but I, okay, I guess I guess this is a question I have for you. Do you ever find music on Instagram? Um. I I find musicians that are part of groups, you know, like perhaps the group itself doesn't, uh, let's say, post or whatever, find my explore page or through yeah. friends. Yeah. Uh, but no, not often. I found Wolfpack through Instagram, which is pretty cool, right? Did Saw a clip of it, their vibe live, right? And I was like, that is awesome, that. Would love to see that live, but why? What's your thesis on that? Well, I, would say, I think Wolfpack is the the are they're the yeah. ma they mastered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are the 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 rare gem uh, in that situation. But but um, I never find music on Instagram. Mm. This I, is I see I, where you're going with I this. I do. I do find musicians like once in a while. There's a super dope guitarist or whatever, but. But what happens is even with those dope, dope musicians, like people that are doing things that are either incredibly beautiful or inc incredibly technical, I get bored of them. Sure. I just get bored of seeing <laughs> them do their thing. Man. Even as they're hustling their asses off to post consistently for my entertainment. Yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying is I don't, like my brother says, I don't buy it. I don't buy that 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 you hustling more and posting more songs of you playing your songs on Instagram and making music videos that you take clips of and you put I don't buy that that is going to successfully like get you fans. Mhm. Mm yeah, I I I have had success with Instagram story ads as a initial snag for folks. Same. And you have too, right? Okay, so what I'm saying is the concept does work, right? Thousands between us, probably almost 10,000 in the past year, people 
have seen our music that never would have seen it otherwise. Yeah. And they were, they loved it. They specifically went to our pages, followed along. Maybe they heard from us. Somehow they started engaging. Yep. The concept is there. And that cost us, what, 75 cents, maybe a dollar to get them for the rest of our life. So there's, there's a brilliance to it as well. For sure. That I would never have those fans or never have an opportunity maybe to go to another city or another country and have a, you know, a few hundred people. Yeah. That yeah. No, so it's like the, it's amazing in one way. And yet I was going to tell you in comparison to your, uh, to your Jewish holiday, uh-huh. right? When I went last February to Cuba, right? Uh-huh. One of the few places in the world where cell phones completely do not work. Nice. Right? They just don't have cell towers? Uh, n- none of the American networks will work with your SIM card. Oh, okay. And you can get a SIM card, but it's there's no reason. There's no way to stay connected yeah. to any... El- I mean, they have Wi-Fi in public parks, and you have to go buy a pass from like a general store just to scratch off a card to get Wi-Fi in a park. Okay. And there's no Wi-Fi, there's not much Wi-Fi in private places, in houses. Usually only Wi-Fi in the park. There's some, but anyway, it's so, it's archaic there, right? Yeah. And it's actually, I, you know, I I didn't, obviously I was fine turning off my phone for a week, right? And just using it as a camera basically and just staying with my friends, right? Because it felt exactly like the 1970s or 80s or 90s. it felt like uh, my childhood again, right? Where yeah. there was really, and I didn't, I thought I had a pretty good grip on social media or yeah. I thought to myself, I'm cool, I'm at peace at home. Like there's no way that this type of uh, abstinence for a week is going to help me that much, right? Like I'm cool at home, I don't have anxiety from all this. But it was it was amazing the effect that it had on me as I was there and after. I didn't realize why or what until I started to think like, well, first of all, I have empty space now mm-hmm. many, many times, mm-hmm. dozens of times in my day. Yep. Space to think, space to look at other people, space to have a conversation with somebody that you may have overlooked. Or now, the what I feel like is it's like uh, when you have two people that don't have an outlet for their attention in a given moment, yes. it's like being... Um, in an elevator with somebody or being on a speed date, there's an there's like this mutual acceptance that we may as well talk to each other because we have nothing else to do yes. with our attention. Yes. And there's something special about the serendipity of being with someone that now feels okay talking to you too. That acceptance that you're sort of nervous about because people's attention is so divided normally, if it's even worth taking up their attention compared to Perhaps they're on their phone or they're just, but when you take all that away and it's isolated and there's an immediate sort of acceptance, it's like traveling, right? And you meet an American, right? And you know you have something in common right away. It's a similar feeling of being in the same room or space with somebody that also has nothing to do with their attention, Yeah. right? Yeah. There's some yeah. kind of um, ground of acceptance there, you know? And I so I found that in Cuba, not just with people, but the empty space and... um the feeling that the the days in my experience were longer because of that made me feel less rushed and it made me feel like 
there was just more life happening in those days. And I didn't really, I didn't predict that at all. I couldn't, I didn't know it till I felt it, you know? And I think there's this feeling now with me where I am in my life where it's like, time feels like it's slipping by. Like it's a, it's a, gives me a little bit of anxiety, you know? Because we're getting older kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A trippy age and such. And so everything slowed down during my time there. And I, you know, I thought that sounded cheesy at first, but it really did. It was a peaceful Zen-like feeling for a week where I was like, well, what about all those meaningful connections that I've made on social media? And I was like, well, every day there's a hundred opportunities to make a meaningful connection with somebody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) Bro, <laughs> I, I'm a complete cynic at this point about social media, and uh-huh. and, and I and I, I'm sure if I listen back to this, I'll, I'll be like Zach, you're being such a cynic, but I, I that's just where I'm at with it because because of what you just said, like that day when I was fasting uh, from phone and computer and stuff, you know, I I, you can, I even looked at my journal entry from that day uh, yesterday, and my handwriting was beautiful. <laughs> you know, like, like my, my thoughts were, I was clear that day. I just felt clear, you know? And, and part of that is it's a, it's a holy day. So there's like this feeling of like, you know, it feels sacred and that, that was an added element. But I just think, um, hearing you talk about, you know, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't even go like, you know, I think it's offensive. I think it's offensive if you're like, you, if someone's at, at you're at dinner and someone's on their phone or you're on a date or someone's in the elevator and they're just like staring, I, I'm I'm done with it. Like I'm tired of it. Yeah. So and that's where that's so that's where I'm at. Like I'm I've 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how. Because here's the issue: if you ha- if you reduce your use of of social media, and I'm talking as someone who's running a business, yep. using social media. You know, I took two weeks off, I think. I just like deleted it from my end because I just needed a break from it. You get, you know, deprioritized within the algorithm. Oh, you know? sure. And so, so you are incentivized in every single way, both by the platform and with your audience because, um, you know, you want more familiarity or whatever it is. You're incentivized to use that thing twice a day. Yeah, to post every single day, to to have a plan, lay it out. I'm I I have zero interest in doing that as 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 an artist, as a human being, and so that's the thing. Like I I I, I know I sound You're like punished a for for not using it obsessively, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that the idea. I mean, you've seen. Have you seen the documentary? I, I don't remember the title. The social dilemma. I, yeah. I didn't see it, but I, I, I get it. I mean, it's yeah. it's to <laughs> a neuropsychol. I mean, you know, they've there's science in what they're doing, right? That's and that's this minute. I think so. I I think it's almost on the. It's verging on evil in some ways because we have the smartest, like the smartest people, are going to these companies and finding ways these are brilliant minds finding ways to just keep this hook keep us keep us hooked up like you know yeah all of that resource right all that Being beautiful spent human potential on keeping human beings from having 
no quiet moments in their daily waking life, which in my opinion is where all of the serendipity of creativity, friendship, obscure events and memories that come out of nowhere. Meeting friends, meeting girlfriends, having a conversation that changes your day. Yeah. All of it. And and it reminds me of like when you talk about it, it's like what's missing is the dynamism of human social interaction. It's like, you know how how they have the fungi underneath the soil and stuff? Uh, The mycelial networks of, uh uh it's like an internet connection thing. And they send nutrients and whatever. Our current like network of human social interaction has been funneled into the phone. So it's, but it's not happening. So, you know, people are DMing people all the time, right? But it's not happening within our 3D reality as much. much. No, it's a converse relationship, right? Yeah. Uh, Or inverse, I should say, inverse relationship, right? Because it it would be very interesting if the people that perhaps started carrying the life phones, right? Or there was some trend or some conscious decision to brand yourself as X, right? And you could see within five seconds that that person doesn't have any social media. It's like smoking a cigarette. Right, and yeah. you're at a party, yes. and you look down twenty feet away, yeah. and there's someone else smoking a cigarette. Yeah, and you're like, you know, I don't smoke, but I mean, I, obviously, I've seen these moments, yeah. right? And you immediately have something to talk about. There's an immediate invitation, a very, very sliver, small understanding, and mutual acceptance of each other at face value because you sort of know that you have something in common. Yeah, wouldn't that effect be kind of cool if perhaps it's the life owner? There was some way to tell if another person in public uh, had made a conscious choice to only talk to people in person or was pretty much free of digital yeah. uh, distraction. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, and you felt that little, that little wave of fear went away because you knew that in a weird way they're, they're inviting you to speak to them. That's the choice they've made. And you can tell within five seconds that's the way they live. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think I think you're right, man. And I think that could be a pretty big cultural trend, um, whether it's by virtue of the phone itself, right, being mm-hmm. the symbol, yeah, without being uh, pretentious or uninviting, right? You know, kind of like a cynical choice in a sense, or they look at the world cynically. That yeah. person, right? Yeah, that's not what we need. But no, the no. what I'm talking about is the cigarette, yeah, that shows that you are uh, consciously living free of digital vomit yeah yeah you know i like that i like that man i like that i think i think what whatever is happening the pendulum is swinging and the other way like like you yes know what I mean? like the fatigue is starting to mm-hmm. uh it we're starting to see the the, the actual visceral effects of yeah. social media fatigue yeah yeah Interesting, just need to man. come up with the cigarette man I will say, I mean, I I I smoke cigarettes sometimes. It's it's always the best. The best conversations yeah. are outside of the bar with the smokers <laughs> because it it is you know what it is. It, that's actually a good comparison because it's like it's a moment to slow down. Yes. It's like everyone. everyone's in your Oh, life. like you're like oh that person has also made a conscious decision to detach a little bit. 
yeah, it, from the social chaos. The right? social chaos of the bar. Yes. And we're just going to, you know, fill our lungs with some toxins together. And decided to kill themselves <laughs> outside. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. <laughs> but the health, healthy version with phones, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, it, it it's sort of a weirdly the other way around, right? Because yeah, phones yeah, yeah. are the toxin. They're the toxin. You know, yeah. but so this would be really the the proper cigarette. Yeah. That doesn't kill you, right? That yeah. actually gives you a break from Yeah, I think I I I'd like to fancy myself as somebody that doesn't feel a lot of anxiety in life in general, right? But then there's no wor- there's no comparison to um a week or some time. Man, I'm, uh, it does it, it's a drastic effect even she, if you feel like you have it in order. He, hearing you talk about it, I mean, it's like I'm I'm, I'm like jealous. I'm like I want a week. I want a week. Yeah. You know, yeah, it sounds amazing. I, I tried to sign up for a meditation retreat, but it was it was too full. Um, it would have been a ten day thing, and I was just I was chomping at the bit to to go on this because it would have it would have meant ten days all silent. But like, no, I, I was aching for that that like that real. I don't know the natural state that you get into when. I'm telling you, the brain, it changes the brain. A hundred percent. As much as you think you're in control of yourself now. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was watching a video of um, some old uh, videos from high school, early high school, right, that I made in funny movies and outtakes, right? So there's a lot of footage of just like random moments, right, in between takes or something like that, right, or me just talking to a camera when I was young, like 14. Yeah. Right? And I remember at the, obviously I think everybody's going to be nostalgic for a younger time. And they're also going to think that they were the purest perhaps at a young age. Oh yeah. Right. The, the, okay. the Peter Innocent, Pan pure. theory. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's that bias. Right. But I think back to that time and every, we, we had cell phones in soft freshman year of high school, 13, 14 uh-huh. years old. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like we weren't constantly on the phone in a sense. Right. <laughs> Flip phones were being flipped. It's not like oh, we were yeah. some Zen creatures. No, no, we were flipping, bro. We were flipping. Yeah. <laughs> but the difference is the only thing that we were really doing on the phones was communicating with other people by virtue of text message, right? At least I should say, I'm, I'm going back to high school years for yes. me before I had an iPhone. Okay. Right? I'm separating 3G from general call and text. Yeah. Just to get real yep. specific here for a second. Yeah. Because flip phones had nothing to do with 3G. They had nothing to do with browsing the web. They had nothing really even to do with photos and videos other than um, uh, sending them to people directly. You know, there was no Facebook on a Razor phone. There was yeah. no Facebook on an LG chocolate slide-up phone, oh right? My gosh, so <laughs> there was funny. no there was no social media, right? Yeah. So there's a distinction there that I think is fair to say. And I, I remember, obviously people would send thousands of text messages a month, right? I remember I remember people talking about it, what their parents saw in the bill, that girls sent totally. like 12,000 text messages a month, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Addiction sure. was there. Yes. But there was, in my opinion, there was a concrete difference when your attachment to the phone was at least in communication with certain people that were probably close to you. They weren't random. It wasn't like social media. It was people within your 100 tribe, right? Family, friends, whatever, schoolmates at that time. So what I'm saying is, yes, there was an attachment to the phone at that time, but it was not, there was nothing random about it. It was intentional communication with people. 
Yes, and you weren't you weren't able to like you weren't following Michelle Obama on Twitter, <laughs> exactly. Instagram, and right, and and so so you're yeah it it really was kept to your 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 world. You know, you might I have think a, so. Yeah, yeah. I w- I remember being so, addicted to text. So do for I. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, how I yearn for the days to only have that as the challenge. That is the. There, there was a stillness. I, I obviously we text messaged a lot. Probably girls at that time. Um, Maybe you, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one or two across five years. But um, <laughs> uh, look, I think that we there was a time where the stillness was there as a kid, and and we got yeah. we were used to. I mean, sort of '90s kids, the last uh, the last generation to grow up without call it internet in your hand. That's right? a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And uh and normalized behavior in the 90s was yes, people had a cell phone. But there was such a limited use that it's just not something that you held in your hand every second. You know, for for teenagers, yes, but for adults at the time, there's only so much you could do. Yeah. And the behavior was normalized around a little bit more boredom a little bit more, a little bit less engagement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a yeah. middle ground. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It was, it was a middle ground. It was a middle ground. I still, I, th- I think there's probably a more ideal state even, you know, but, but yeah, it's funny. I man, keep talking about those times. I, yeah. I just, I just had a vision of f- texting, like flipping through my text while sitting on my buddy's couch and us watching like real world on MTV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been thinking about back. it nonstop, dude. I was going to, so just to change subjects a little bit, I, this has a, yeah. been a fantastic segment, which I think could stand on its own, right? It's yeah, social yeah. media and yeah. technology and communication. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, the last question about that is like, will the iPhone become obsolete because of its overwhelming nature to human beings? Will people start i mean i see this with silicon valley leaders some very very smart people uh, tim ferris has spoken out multiple times he's deleted all social media apps on the phone itself he's he that's a great example of my thing is i, I is i don't buy it so like how did tim ferris get his, get famous how did he get famous through podcasting right it, and and his and book was i think a hit before he Yes. Even started the podcast. So, and blog. So he blog got world. he got famous through his content that is like I would say meat, meaty content. Oh yeah, he wasn't. He did not get famous. He didn't attract a crowd through his Instagram that no. who eventually went to his podcast and his blogs and his books. No, you have to start. That's why I'm saying I don't buy it because I what I don't buy is this idea that you can you can get your entire fan base on Instagram. I don't, I just don't believe it. Unless you are some of these Instagram kids, these TikTok kids, like someone like David Dobrik. Mm-hmm. I actually know, like they're these they're these Instagram you know people who are, they use this platform seamlessly and they it's it's second nature to them. They are their own thing, but. Most musicians are not that. Most yeah. artists. There's an art. If if you have mastered the medium 
of the platform. That yes. is art and creativity in and of itself. That's right? an art itself. And it's a beautiful thing. And I'm not, not talking yep. down on that at all. Yeah. And there are folks, uh, I mean, Instagram through photographers, right? That was the primary way in the beginning that photographers got their work out to inspire the masses. Humans of New York never would have existed yeah. without the proper platform to put it in place. But I think it's a, it's a fantastic argument that you make that look at what the nature of someone like Tim Ferriss, who many people at this point look up to, yeah. right? The nature of the value that he brought to humanity was not through the flashiness of sort of these glib social media platforms. It was the thoughtful, well-researched, yeah. long-term process yeah. that he had long before pictures and short video became important to people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's a great... He's a staple example, probably one of the most powerful in the 21st century interviewer, author, and, and just goes to show that you can be valuable without being offering short-term, flashy content to people, right? Preach, bro. This, <laughs> this that, that, I, I'm going to listen back to what you just said. What did you say? That was good. You, uh, can, be, you can be valuable to people without having to offer short-term content yeah right that falls on its face after a while without yes. something to stand on you I, know? yep man i i think that i i have a vision of creating some sort of label or something mm -hmm. in 2021 and um that's what i care about that's what i care about right there you 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 know how how do you become valuable to a fan base no matter what the size is without having to give them the 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 daily lines of cocaine. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a fascinating thing, man. And I, I just think of I just love these discussions because I think about like, for instance, you know, if blogs and websites will come back because what they are are a place where somebody can put their life's work. It's it's you know a virtual book in a way. And it's there's no comments. There's no there's no short shortened compressed content. There's only what the creator wants to put, that they're not constrained by any of, no platform, right? It's their space. It's their website. They can do whatever they want, right? And maybe they, yeah. they would prefer that people seek them out instead of sort of blast very, very small, uh, I guess, you know, content relative to what is important to them yeah. in, in platform. So I just, yeah, I could put down an iPhone tomorrow and probably not, regret it one bit yeah. you know i'd want to stay in touch with all the people that i've met and talked to online and that appreciate my art right yeah. want want to be but as far as my daily existence there's no doubt it would be better without an iphone yeah you know yeah and that's a hard truth that i think needs to be looked at by at least myself because i there are some people that will go to the extreme and change their daily life to better fit the needs of their mental health. My, my, my buddy, Kurt, Curtis Olay, mm -hmm. the guitarist, uh, he, he, he deleted his Instagram and Facebook. Just, he's like, I don't want to play that game anymore. I mean, I, I actually have to talk to him about it, like why he did it. But I remember he was, he was doing the, the Facebook Instagram hustle, posting videos of himself playing. This is one, this is one of the most talented humans I know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, no, no, I don't want to do it anymore. 
And I just, I have so much respect for that decision, you know? I yeah, do. man. I do. I think it's who it, I would be interested to know who has maintained a deep long-term relationship with people they care about over a place like Facebook or Instagram that they could not have accomplished by means of email, right? Which is far more controlled and just as effective. I'll tell you what, I started, the, I, I became very, 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 very close with somebody this year through email. Yeah. <laughs> we, we emailed each other almost daily through the beginning of quarantine. That's so cool, And man. I, we, we developed a very beautiful friendship. Yeah. I just, I don't know, these paradigms that uh, if, if you got used to it, it would start to feel strange to ever pick up a phone that bothers you every eight seconds. Imagine getting to a point in your life where you were like, dude, I, there's no fiber in my body that wants to have that like I did when I was 22. You know, imagine yeah. being like 42, being like, there's nothing that could convince me to go back to living like I did in my 20s. I think I think that happens. I think that happens with 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 you know with addicts. We are addicts. <laughs> no, there's no way around it. That's what's happening here. Like, and so I think you, you if you talk to addicts, some of them will say the same thing. Like, I can't imagine picking up that drink. Mm. Yeah, I'm so yeah. much happier now. Right. I can't right. imagine. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? I think I think you're right. I think we will get to a place where it's like, yeah, man, that thing sucks. Uh, yeah. Are we in a manufactured state of happiness in the same way that the alcoholic yes. who was in a weird way had some thrills attached to alcohol, right? Went to a lot of parties, right? Functional alcoholic, right? In some way that you could say he was happy at the time, right? Because yeah. of all of the yeah. craziness, but was it a real happiness? Was it sustainable for that person? No, eventually. This that's that is Russell Brand's argument. Uh, I I I actually started like getting close with some addicts at, at some point, and um, so I became and felt that I had addictions of my own. I I could see in my friends who were addicted to things that, oh, I have the same tendencies, but in dip with different substances or different mm -hmm. whatever it is. And so I got I got Russell Brand's uh, book. You know Russell Brand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's his his thesis is we live in the age of addiction. Mm -hmm. Where everybody with very few exceptions, at least in let's say America, um is not addicted to something. Whether it's sugar, yeah. whether it's phone, we're in cheap dopamine sex, land, right? Whether it's I mean, it's it's I think it's deep, man. I think we're all getting out of it together and I think that's what that that's what that fatigue is. We're 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 getting tired of our addictions. Yeah, yeah. Or just like I said, if it really is manufactured happiness, right? Or a functional alcoholism as an analogy yeah. through how we live, yeah. there is there is a day of reckoning, right? There 100%. is a day where it, it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not happy. You know, yeah. like I thought I was. Yeah. Until I did this trip or this thing that totally changed the gears in my brain, yeah. right? It made me see beyond the pale, beyond to the other side and said, wait a minute, maybe in 20 years, I'm going to look back on this time and be like, man, we were stupid. Yeah, I'm never living like that again. You know, I, I think that's a fascinating thing, man. I enjoy this conversation, man. That's, yeah, it's, it's it's so relevant, you know, because yeah, yeah. 
every musician, every creative, every person that wants, that has a genuine intention to give their gifts, their life, right, to other people, to reach other people. They believe that the integrity of their message is pure and they, they believe in their art. Obviously, these are the channels that enable people to go from nothing to something Yeah, in yeah. today's world. Yeah. And yet... And yet... And yet manufacture, you know, yeah. somewhat of a counterfeit sense of happiness too, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's something that must be reckoned with. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for listening to part two with Zach Heckendorf. We will move on to our third part in the next episode, finding an identity through storytelling and Harry Potter. Enjoy. Enjoy.